Welcome to the On Fire Ministries podcast. I'm Pat Domang, founder of On Fire Ministries, and our mission at On Fire Ministries is to ignite a passion for Christ in the heart of women and to inspire them to apply God's Word to their everyday life because I believe that God's Word really does work. So today I want to invite you to join me as we talk about spiritual circuit training. At the end of today's broadcast, I will tell you how to get my free 21-day spiritual detox and replenish to use as a part of your spiritual circuit training. My spiritual journey with Jesus has been a lot like circuit training in a gym. Now, growing up, my mother was a physical education coach. She was a strong woman. She was athletically inclined, and she was always exercising. She spent all day teaching high school PE classes, and then she actually exercised with every class. Then she came home and exercised again. So how she placed high value on her physical health really paid off for her and it rubbed off on me. You see, my mom is now 93. She still lives at home alone. She spends most of her days praying for her family. And that is my legacy. And I am most thankful for all that my mom passed down and that she continues to pass down to her family. So while I wasn't a strong ball player like my mom, I learned the value of exercise in keeping my physical body healthy and strong. One type of working out is circuit training. In circuit training, you have a series of exercises and usually those are done with weights. And you go in a specific order doing a designated amount of repetitions of each exercise. So once you complete all the exercises, you go back and you do that exact same circuit again. And then usually you do it at least one more time. So it's normal to do it three times around in a circuit. So I woke up this morning and I was thinking about how spiritual growth and development really is a lot like circuit training. So oftentimes we have situations in our lives that just keep coming back around. Think about those situations that you've struggled with in your Christian journey. What keeps coming up? What happened years ago that you maybe thought you were done with the first time it happened and yet still today you see some elements of that initial situation routinely pop up in your life? I call that spiritual circuit training. In relationship with Jesus, each time we face situations that parallel in some way, Jesus uses them to train us and to strengthen us in our faith. I believe we can say that Jesus circuit trains us. So let's talk about developing our personal faith. Spiritual circuit training is about building, strengthening, growing, and developing in our personal faith, which makes us more and more spiritually healthy. Ultimately, as true Christians, we know God called us to give away what we've been given and lead others to live out of a spiritually healthy faith as well. And some components of spiritual circuit training include our personal faith, personal situations, people, prayer, God's word, or the Bible, and our own selves as well. We often use the word believe to express our faith. So many times we hear people say, just believe, or maybe words like I believe or I am a believer to explain their faith. And these words can and do reveal faith to a degree, but to me those words fall short. We want to define the placement of our faith. I want people to know that I believe Jesus. My hope and my faith 
center on Jesus, his word and his work. So now as we think about our faith, we need to remember what Romans 12, 3 tells us. It tells us that God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. And then Ephesians 4, 7 says, But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Paul spoke both of those statements to believers in Jesus. We understand that God gave us all a measure meaning a portion measured off of faith. So we can just stop right there and say, thank you, Lord, for giving us a measure of faith. But that initial dose of faith that God gave us, he gave us to grow. So let's talk about spiritual growth. Think about the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. I'm gonna go ahead and read it just so you can hear everything about it. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, he also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you a ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. And then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest to take the talent from him. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10 talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now the master of the story gave a measure of his goods to his servants with the expectation that when he returned, their measure would have grown. Jesus emphasize the importance of growth by further explaining the demise of the one who hid his goods in the ground. He called that servant wicked and lazy. In Matthew 25, 30, Jesus stated that the unprofitable servant would be cast into outer darkness. Now, that is strong language, and honestly, none of us really like it, but Jesus said it nonetheless. We need to realize that Jesus spoke even those harsh words of truth out of love. How loving would it be if God gave us no warning of his expectations? God's expectation is spiritual growth of the faith of his followers. So before we move on, let's make sure we don't get tripped up by thinking that this is about works. 
Works will not save us, only faith in Jesus. But out of true faith in Jesus comes a compelling for more. First and foremost, let's recognize spiritual circuit training that leads to growth in our faith happens in and through a daily personal journey with Jesus. So let's talk about personal situations for a moment. Because God uses personal situations in our lives to grow us spiritually. Sometimes he intended those situations to increase our faith muscle, and sometimes they point to areas of weakness we need to work to develop. Throughout the course of my 27 years walking with Jesus, I notice instances where similar circumstances or difficulties keep coming back around. So think about those situations you struggle with in your Christian journey. What keeps coming up? What was it that happened before that you just I just keep going around this mountain. I call that spiritual circuit training. So in relationship with Jesus, each time that we face these circumstances, Jesus is using them to train us and develop our faith. And I believe that the only way that we get beyond those repeat conditions is to look deeper. Many times when things happen to us, we allow our inner victim to have a place to stand. And this really never positions us for spiritual growth, but instead it sets us up to go back around that mountain, to go back around that mountain over and over and over again. Therefore, we seek Jesus for the lessons that he wants us to learn or that he wants to teach us. Look for the areas of our life that he wants to change and transform. Looking deeper means taking an honest evaluation of ourselves, of our part in the situations, and yes, taking ownership or responsibility for our part. We live in a world that avoids responsibility and taking ownership of our part in our difficulties. Consequently, freedom from the repeat remains unattainable. So let's talk about current discomfort and how that equals glorious returns. What I present to you today most probably will strain and stress you for a season, but the outcome is worth the current discomfort. Romans 8, 18 says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So trust me when I say I speak from experience. I have had my own mountains that I have circled a few too many times. However, I also believe that the particular mountain that I'm referring to stands behind me not beside me or in front of me any longer. Even still, I want you to hear me speak as a person who hasn't arrived, but continues to move forward. Philippians 3.12 says, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. So in conclusion, I stand in agreement with Paul when he said in Philippians 1.6 that we could be confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in us would complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So dear sister, I pray that you are encouraged to grow in your faith. And I want to remind you about that 21-day spiritual detox that I created as a free resource. You can get it on my website at onfire-ministries.org. Once you go there, get to that 
free resources tab. Click on that and scroll down to the bottom of the page to get your 21-day spiritual detox and replenish and let me know how your detox goes. I also want to invite you to join me on your favorite social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, to get daily morning prayers and biblical encouragement for Christian women. And check out my website to read my blog and find that perfect Bible study resource. There's free resources there and there's Bible studies there, whether you want to use one for you personally or for a great study. Also, please rate and review and share this podcast with others that someone else can be encouraged. And until we meet again, have a blessed and beautiful day.